how you doing where your uh members at? um we here today share us like us with your friends and family <laughs> all right hey steve don't don't do that man don't act like that man you know what i'm saying i'm just trying to welcome people on what up everybody it's your boy darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And it's your girl, Melody. <laughs> With special guests. They are good, man. And this is Conversate. Let's talk about it. You always yes, throw me is. off. Another happy landing. <laughs> hey, man. What you mean? I didn't know. Who I didn't expect you, you to do that. You. Hey man, I told you I don't do the same thing every week, man. You better keep keep you on your toes. I'm trying to be on my toes. Never mind, you know that did come out. I'm right. literally on my toes now. Well, <laughs> <Hey, Mel. laughs> <laughs> welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome to the show. You know what I'm saying? Hope yeah. y'all find it entertaining. We got our special guest on, uh, Jr. Goodman, uh, a fellow Georgia Knight. Yes. I don't even know. Do we call? Oh, we call ourselves Georgians. Georgians. Georgia Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, people. You know. We should make that a thing, though. We should make that. Georgia Knights. Georgia Knights. Nah, they, they don't even like to put mask on. They ain't gonna change that. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But yeah, man, let's get into our how you livings. You know, as we usually do, uh, we're gonna start with the lady in the room. How you living, Melody? Um, I'm living well. Uh, this past week um, has been super challenging in a good way. Um, now that I'm kind of getting more accustomed to this leadership role, there's a lot of uh, expectations that come with it, and so just um, you know, just trying to get accustomed to that. Um, this weekend was really good for me. Um, I was able to kind of spend some time with myself. Self-care is very important. Uh, so yesterday I went and got a, a Manny and a Petty. Uh, I won't put my feet on Oh, I feet. thought you said you got a man. <laughs> wow. Nope, I ain't got one of those yet. Um, <laughs> but... Man, Mel, Darius, you've been coming from Mello. I know, man. He just wants this is on one of the things I'm single for the rest of my life. You are like the true blocking big brother. Like, seriously. Hey, man. That'd be like, oh. So go ahead. Later. That's that's why you here, Steve. You the opposite of what I do. So that's why she got balanced. <laughs> I'm growing we growing up a good mellow. There you go. Her boyfriend gonna come over and Derry's just gonna give him the business, like bad boys too. I'm gonna sit the pistol on the table and say, "How many? How how can you count?" <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Mella, continue. I'm just gonna direct him right to this video. Um, but anyways, um, no, I just really did a lot of self care this weekend. Um, I think that's something that I'm trying to do a lot more of, um, because as you, most of you know, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, is therapy. Um, and through that, I'm just learning um, how to have healthier habits. And as I'm unpacking my past and my trauma and 
I think when you just unpacking trauma in general, there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. And it's just good to make sure that once those voids are there and you've addressed it and you're trying to make better choices, to fill them with healthier things. So that's kind of like what I've been doing um, every weekend is going out on an adventure, trying new things. If I like it, I stick with it. If I don't, I just like, well, I've experienced that, but I just don't like it. So just kind of find my, finding myself in this season and it's been really, really rewarding. So that's how I've been living lately. That's good. That's good. That's good. Using that time, claiming your time. Yes. <laughs> For awesome. sure. How you been living, Stephen Neal? Well, uh, this past week, uh, August 7th to be exact, uh, was me and my wife's ninth spiritual birthday. Hey. And uh, man, y'all old. It, getting there, I guess. You know, they always tell you that 10 years kind of changes. I, I'm waiting to see that, but, you know. I'm waiting for them. They're going to move the line. I'm telling you, they're going to move the line to 15 as soon as we turn 10. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, nine years, man, nine years, uh, just individually, just seeing um, there were points where I did not think I'd make it to this ninth year, to be honest. Mm. You know what I mean? Just because you reach these plateaus in, uh you know, your development, your maturity and everything like that. And, you know, you're, you haven't experienced it before. So until, you know, you go to God with it and go to, you know, the brothers with it or the people, you know, you're just kind of like, all right, how's this going to turn out? But then it turns out better than you could ever expect. Cause God knows the plan. We don't Yeah. So, mm -hmm. just thinking about that a lot. And just like the spot that we're in, you know, still together, uh, me and my wife still, you know, very much happily married. Um, and, uh, you know, being in this house, you know, that it's it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to other people as well, you know, throughout the years. Um, so that's been tremendous. That's been tremendous. So that's been a good part of my pondering uh for my week and uh you know just continuing to be in and out of work you know um i get a lot done when i go into work guys you know oh man that. wow but with everything going on in the world i'm not gonna get to do it as often probably but mm -hmm. that's another story that's another story but um, hey man Yeah, you know, their world's smallest violin. I, I know, man. I know you're <laughs> day. You, you, you get in that truck every day until we get you a rig. Like I'm saying, until we get you a rig, like Ready Player One. You know what I'm saying? I salute you, sir. You know. Hey, man. Y'all better put some respect on our name. You won't have no butt wipers without us. I'm telling you. I just got to Amazon. I just got this little mouse pad or whatever. You know, I salute... Uh, the logistics industry you know what i'm saying amazon's been my hobby this whole <laughs> pandemic it's you know it's a lot of this stuff came on amazon i know that so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well yeah uh how right. are you living uh jr hey, brother um been living good uh working a lot we're severely undermanned at the job so 
it opens time. It opens opportunities for overtime. It's almost limitless. Um, I need to create a better balance. I need to make some vacations happen, something. Um, I'm working way too hard to not enjoy uh, the money and the time that I could have off. So um, I'm in the process of uh, learning more about money and how I uh, how I view and how I treat money. Um, it's been a very interesting um, interesting uh, journey. Uh, it's just a lot that you know we just didn't learn learn about. Um, there's using money as a tool to get the things that we want to get. Um, what else? Uh, I started a company. I started a cleaning company. Um, yeah, I started at the tail end of COVID to do apartment complex. I had a friend. She's uh, in not project management, but property management, and she's uh, the manager over two locations. But um, I have not had a chance to like really get it going. So in the meantime, I've chosen to. Uh, simply buy real estate up under the the LLC, and mm. you know take the liability out of my name and throw it in the business name, and that way I can still generate uh, some sort of some sort of wealth and uh, monthly income. So, learn about real estate and stuff now, so I can get some things going in the near future. That's dope. Appreciate it. Awesome. Hey, Amen. Millionaire Jr. Finish start high stepping out the race. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna call him like JR from Dallas, you know what I mean? Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Oh when you, when you talk it. to me, when you talk to me, you put the mister in the front. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what really sparked it, man. Um with the last administration, I was on a work trip. I was actually in Dallas. And it was a luncheon. It was only supposed to be like 32 people, very small detail. And I was at the front door screening people. And I overheard the amount of money people were spending on this luncheon. These billionaires and multimillionaires were spending, well, actually billionaires, uh, they were spending a half a million dollars a, per plate to come to this luncheon. A half a million dollars for a plate. For a plate of chicken wings? Man, for a plate of whatever, cranberry salad, grilled chicken, whatever, whatever. Yeah. The, the disposable income these folks had. Um, and we're at a billionaire's house. It was one of his houses, the second largest house in Dallas City. And we walked into this dude's house. I'm just like, bro, I'm poor. Like, I grew up poor, but I'm still poor. Like, yeah. They were so rich. The, the, the lady was so rich. Yeah, for for a plate. And so the guy left so, um, you know, our, our guy could, you know, have the house for the luncheon. But I'm talking about bowling alley in the basement, seven car garage. The 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 they so rich. The wife didn't know how to pop, uh, pop the trunk on her on her car. Like how you not know what the the trunk button is, you know? So um, baseball field in the backyard. I'm talking about just wild stuff that kind of it 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 creates. It lets you know like. Oh, there are other levels out here for real. We hear yes, about sir. it, but now I got an aiming point. Like, what did mm -hmm. you do? You know, so just throwing, money. yeah, just <laughs> basically just throwing money away. But it's it's when you got a billion, a couple billion, you know, like what do you do with kind of with that kind of money? What do you do? So that's that's been Man. my aiming point. Um, if I don't if I don't make a billion, and I end up with a couple mil, I, I've already done better than. Um, I ever thought I'd do. Yeah. Hey man, that's real. 
That's that's kind of stuff I, me and me and my brother talk about all the time. We just be like, bro, it's some people that we talk to and know that just live on a whole entire different level than we even thinking yeah. about. Because I was just like, we just trying not to live paycheck to paycheck. These people literally have to spend money so they won't have to give it all away. Yeah, bro, it, it, it's <laughs> mind boggling. It, it's it's mind boggling um, that you have to like really spend it just so you. You know, you don't get ate up in tax. You got to find ways to hide. Yeah, yeah. Gonna get you. And e- even even in the last administration, man, it's like people you just don't know about, you never even heard of, that are more wealthy than the guy running the show and having a chance to meet mm-hmm. these people. And if I took a private jet in. Oh, it's, it's still waiting on me. Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's so it's. I've never yeah. heard the kind of talk. Never heard yeah. it before. But it takes um. It makes you just want to jump out there and take the risk. If you have an idea, yeah. if you have an idea, man. Um, one of my boys kicked it to me like this. He said, "He said Apple does not wait to have the perfect product. They just mm-hmm. put it out there. And if something's wrong, they do a software update. So if yep. anybody has an idea, just put it out there. And if it's patented, you know you're protected by that, and you just make a better version of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it really challenged me to put my ideas out there and just go." Just go. Either it's gonna work or it's not. So I'm just I'm giving you guys that. Yeah. Yeah. That's for so. Yeah. yeah. Already I'll, dropping these jewels. Amen. Yeah, man. <laughs> I always say about Apple was like back in 2007, nobody knew what an app was. Right. You know what I'm saying? On a phone or a touchscreen right. phone, but Apple did oh, all of those right. things in yeah. one product. And right. it just changed it. It just changed the game. It's not like we were like, oh, I wish there was a phone with a screen on it and little squares to do stuff. Like, no, we no one no one said that. Yeah, nobody. They just did it. And now the phone game changes forever. Yeah. So yeah, yep. I agree. Mm. Yep. So how you living, Darius J. Hey man, I'm living pretty good out here. Uh doing what I have to do. In order to survive, uh, me and my wife uh, have a s- system of holidays that happen within a month. My birthday, her birthday, our anniversaries, you know what I'm saying? So we've been celebrating that. Took her out to a nice little fancy Italian restaurant. Oh. Best Italian food I don't ate in Atlanta. Like, uh, hands down, best I have eaten, eaten in Atlanta. Like, I, I don't try several Italian places. And, like, I rank them from Olive Garden. To that place, you know what I'm saying? That place is at the top because everything we ate was good. You know what I'm saying? Just celebrating, um, making sure, you know what I'm saying? Just staying in pursuit, you know what I'm saying? To my wife and stuff like that. Just been learning things, man. Learning communication. Because what one thing I don't learn in counseling, what we think communication is, is not communication. <laughs> <laughs> like you could be, you could be talking to somebody and you ain't even talking to them for real. Cause they just like, yeah, I don't, what that ain't my communication style. I don't understand that. You might as well be speaking Mandarin. Um, and just tapping in, you know what I'm saying? And just knowing that, like, man, we all come from places that we've been hurt. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we've been hurt, and most of the time we speak and we act out our hurt. And just like a lot of these people that be posting stuff on, um. Instagram and stuff like these, these little um reels and stuff like that. I be like, hey man, I hope you don't think like that forever because you that ain't gonna give you nobody that you want to be with for real. Because you know what I'm saying? We have right. to learn how to step outside of who we are 
and what we're accustomed to in order to grow. We have to be able to grow. And the only way you're going to grow, you ain't going to grow on your own. You don't just grow by getting older. Getting older, I know some old fools, as they say. You know what I'm saying? And you have to go find, seek help. Seek, get somebody to get you some guidance. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's an elder or, you know what I'm saying, counseling, whatever. Reading, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? You need somebody to hold your foot to the flame and, and get your mind to open, your heart to open, but you can connect better with yourself. Because most of the communication thing, it, it fall within you or what we think communication is. Because just because you do something, just say I, I'm a person that just provides and I like to get gifts. You know what I'm saying? But I'm giving, 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 thinking I'm giving love. That's not love or not love to that person. Yeah. It may be some words or anything like that, but you have to learn how that person receives love, how that person accepts words, and you can't just always just basically stick to what you think you know, yeah. because what you know may be wrong. And you, like I tell people, I've, I've talked the wrong idea about all relationships all my life. Most of the time, now I got had some few Jews, but most of the time I knew how to eat and throw out the bone. I know how to eat the meat and throw out the bones. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like that's a talent that God gave me all my life. You know what I'm saying? I know what's real and I know what don't work. And I know I ain't want to be in a relationship with nobody if I ain't know how no good relationships work. So, you know what I'm saying? Even in my relationship, I learned that I still didn't know how it worked. You know what I'm saying? And getting that help, you know what I'm saying? Because um, it's needed, man. We have to continue to grow. We have to grow for ourselves not just anybody anybody else, you know what I'm saying, but for yourself first because people don't even understand that we lose money a lot of times because we don't know how to emotionally handle situations that are out of our control. When it get bad, you start falling in and making bad decisions all over again It's because you don't know how to react and process through them things, and now you lose money. A lot of people lose money not off of intelligence but emotional intelligence, you know what I'm saying? So just learning how to do that. Learn how to control your feelings. Learn how to shut your mouth when you need to shut. Because most time people need to listen. You know what I'm saying? The best way you can commun- communicate is to actually be an active listener. You know what I'm saying? But if you ain't no active listener, you can't communicate well because you won't even be able to say what needs to be said or know it's time to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just, you know, living that life, living that life, man. Just living a good old married life, learning, growing, staying black and dying. <laughs> There you go. You're dying. All right. Well said. Well said. I mean, yeah, yeah. Every day you wake up and on lay down in the bed, you dying. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you ain't like you growing to get younger. You growing to get older, so you die. Your body is dying. You go down here after thirty anyway. So welcome to the club, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No more twenty year olds on this program. For the okay. Um, but we are about to, you know, get into a segment that is near and dear to probably Mel's heart and, you know, a lot of our hearts. We love to talk about relationships in this show. Um, and if you're not following, uh, J.R. Goodman on social media, you need to do so. Cause this guy has an interesting life. You're missing out. Yeah. You're missing out. The stories he tells. (laughs) But then, Yes. Those two, we'll get that to that in a minute. But just you know, his activities, you know, he's always gonna know where the seafood is in the DC area. He's gonna know where the parties are. You know what I mean? He's gonna know, but in a very dapper 
and very uh, debonair way, you know. Appreciate and he's that. single too, ladies. He's single. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I can put that out there, right, Jr. I can do that. Good. I mean, you, you, I right. mean, you already did I'm it, not, but I'm not I mean, <laughs> am I like no? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we're going to ask Jr. Ask Jr. A few questions. Um, and uh, a melody has uh, some mailbag questions, and then we're inviting you guys to ask Jr. Some questions as well. So cool. we can make this a lively segment. Yes. Uh, so Mela, take it away. Oh, man. I, I thought you were going to ask the questions, but that's fine. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I'm, when, I, when did I first meet? I met JR. When you oh, asked about that. Listen, I'm not. See, when you do your thing, you can talk. But right now, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I met Jr. when we were still at G GACC. Yeah, that'd be like 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, we're going to talk about relationships today um, because your post every now and then <laughs> you're always polling your followers, your friends on certain things, instances instances that may happen in your own personal life, or you're just trying to get a temperature of uh, how people think. Um, and so with that being said, uh, my first question is, do you feel that technology and social media has changed the way that people communicate and build meaningful relationships? Absolutely. Um, I think one, technology is giving people the boldness to actually uh, to speak. Um, I grew up a really <laughs> pulling the trolling. A little bit of both, bruh. Um, <laughs> a lot of trolling. A lot of trolling. A lot of trolling. <laughs> but I, I think social media is giving people uh, the boldness to, like, you know, shoot their shot, but also become more socially awkward if you ever had to be, you know, in a presence where uh, you got to introduce yourself and hold a conversation. Um, it's also giving people a platform to be someone that they're absolutely not. Mm -hmm. um, you have people asking for Birkin bags and what they, what they think they deserve. Um, but you're not doing that for yourself. But I think it's just, it, it's damaging because it's given uh, everyone on this platform a false sense of what everything is because we have a chance to put our best selves out there every day. And it's it's almost not real because we don't see it. We don't see any flaws. We don't do any of that stuff. And mm. it's, uh, it's and for some, it's a confidence builder. Like, you know, I can put this picture out here today and this out here tomorrow. And you just come across this, you know, this 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 perfect being, um, when in reality you're nothing uh, like you present yourself. So mm. uh, it, it, it is a little it is a little damaging. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, man. I'll let Darius and Stevie kind of give feedback on what you just shared. All right, all right. I give a little feedback because hey, man. Sometimes just like I used to tell people back in the day before I met my beautiful wife, Siobhan L. Cummins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to be like, hey, man, I know you when you go home, you take your hair off and sit it on a mannequin. So don't act like, you know what I'm saying, you all that. Just be regular. You know what I'm just saying? You be can't regular. Just, just be regular. We ain't got to put on the front. Hey, I know you don't eat at Sundial every day. You eat on, at man. Taco Bell off the dollar menu yeah. like everybody else. That's why your breath stains. 
You know what I'm saying? But we got, I got, but I got tried in in the pocket for that. And you know what I'm saying? Chew on some of the tried it, extra hot mint or altoids, you know, whatever. But we can have a conversation. You can't come in here talking about what your expectations of me and you don't even live. You don't even, you ain't even living like me. You know what I'm saying? But you said, right. hey, I deserve this and you supposed to give me this and, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm all that. And I'm like, yo, man, um, you don't need to make a hundred K. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me about yeah. what you think you deserve because that's the thing that we do and men do it too. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it, but it's oftentimes fall on the men. Like we better be bringing this, but you know what I'm saying? You living your whole life falsely. If I look at anybody, Instagram, most of the time they showing their best picture and they probably a hundred bad pictures that they picked that one out of, you know what I'm saying? And they always feel like they at the life of the party or doing that, man. Hey man, I, I got to tell people, Hey man, most people just chill at their house most of the time and step out there once in a while. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, just like for me, I'm at the house. Just like most people, I be regular. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Now I have to do. I do have to watch my mouth because I do say everything that's on my mind straight out. Yeah. I don't really think about it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but that's just who I am, and I don't think people supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Just try to always come with the facade first, because they're like I always tell. I told my nephew this the other day. I said, "Hey man, don't worry about being Superman. Just show up as Clark Kent. If they don't like Clark Kent. They don't deserve Superman. What you think? What you gonna fly him through the sky for?" Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Just showing yeah. you Clark Kent. I said because the thing, the, the guys, the, the thing that they've been making people do is show up and be Superman for. That's why the dudes on the first date try to take them to the biggest, best restaurant. I'm like, bro, you know Food. you don't make that kind of money every day. Food. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. You don't do that every day. My granddaddy told me, hey, you better uh, show up how you can keep up. Because if you if you go, go out there taking them to sundial, and then next week you be like, hey, next four weeks we got to eat uh, McDonald's or four for four from Wendy's. You know what I'm saying? And right. we gonna split That's it. Real. You got to choose which one you gonna have. Nah, I'm splitting four for four. <laughs> yeah. I get the chicken nuggets and the French fry. You can get the hamburger and and the. McFlurry or whatever they got at Wendy's, whatever it is. But that's what I'm just saying, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I I can I concur. Uh, Although I feel like technology, social media, uh, has given some people uh, the best platform possible. I feel like Mm -hmm. you know it is a means where you could, you know, meet someone you would not otherwise meet. You know what I mean? You know, just walking around in a grocery store, the library, or wherever else, people say you really meet people. You know, but, um, but yeah, it can be abused, and it's sad to say it does get abused a lot of the time. And um, and I concur with Darius in the fact that you got to set a baseline. You really got to set a baseline. Not that you're like, okay, I'm gonna set the baseline at the lowest possible thing, knowing I can do better like no but just be real like show somebody from the jump who you are okay yeah. if you like to eat at taco bell then maybe you know find a creative way to do that like don't just i mean don't just right, right. get a number one but you know what i mean you can make it romantic or something like that exactly um get us some of them cinnamon twists or something you know what i'm saying like look <laughs> i got extra 30 cents with them cinnamon twists bumping yeah, put put a candle by it and call it a night. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's ways to do it. You know, 
you can go to the park. You know, people say that all the time. There's plenty. There is, though. There are plenty of things to get into, you know, you know, listen to some music, get some live, you know, find a restaurant with some live music. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably not that much more than going to the Cheesecake Factory or Red Lobster all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's, there's more than you just showed your age, too. guys. You know, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> oh, nobody, nobody ain't age. taking nobody ain't taking nobody no Red Lobster no more, man. man. Probably not. You're probably right. <laughs> the culture is probably passed on that a long time ago. Exactly. I don't even know. Beyonce. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to say red, red, red Lobster is equip, equivalent on uh, fisherman fish sticks now. Yeah, no. I was at Red Lobster uh just out of out of just you know scarcity uh <laughs> a couple of months ago. I was like, what you right? It was like I felt like it was one of those frozen fish patties with a couple of fake oysters. I'm like, what what is this? And I, hey, is I'm spoiled, of course. I'm spoiled because I live in DC now, and it's Rock like yeah. get it fresh out of the water. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Captain D. It felt like Captain Diesel might have been a little step up than from where, yeah, where I was having yeah, 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 yeah. Hey man, I ate some. I, I feel that the last time. The last time I went to like what? What's the place called? We talking about Red Lobster? Yo, I ate some calamari that tastes like fish sticks, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, and then, and, and then the and then the waiter <laughs> tried to make it seem like it was me that was wrong. I like, bro, I'm not tastiest, man. Just taste it. And he was just like, nah, we might have cooked it in some fish grease or something. I was like, yeah. bro, nah. I don't know what you cooked it in. Home, but, but, you know what I'm saying? But I said, and he said, nah, maybe need the vegetables. I said, what you doing with vegetables and calamari, bro? Right. Uh, hey, man, get me out of here, man. I don't want <laughs> Man, man, we just, we just turned, the culture just turned on Red Lobster, bro. Like 2010, 2010. Hey man, on, and I used to have I used to have a homegirl used to be a waitress at, uh, on Red Lot, so I used to take all the little honey dips there. I'd be like, hey, nah, don't worry about it, girl. Come on here and get them snow crab legs. You feel me? <laughs> now, now we got these juicy crabs and all that, all that yeah. stuff. Now we got all these mukbangs and stuff. Like right. it's just not good enough anymore. It's like Moscato. It's just like you know what I'm saying. It's just passed through. Mm. I want to be in DC and get some of them crabs straight out the water, though. I, I, right. <laughs> just you could pick one and just yeah. I don't, I just grab it straight out the box. <laughs> be like, hey man, give me a whole uh, bushel of them joints. You know what I'm saying? I take them home. I treat them right. Mm-hmm. I treat them right. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, before we get to the next question, um, you seem to be a purveyor of like just fine restaurants or whatever. A patron of fine restaurants. Um, what is the one thing on your mind that you would recommend when somebody's in DC, given that it's a great seafood town, like name the spot just off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna go ahead and admit, I think Baltimore actually has better seafood than DC. Uh, mm. Baltimore, people forget about Baltimore. It's mm. on like, it's under, it's under an hour away. So I think the Baltimore area actually has better crab cakes um, than DC. I think DC is uh, really commercialized, so I'll have to go with uh, either Jimmy's, Jimmy's Seafood, or uh, or uh, GNM. They have really good crab cakes, really good crab, big crab cakes. Um, okay. And that's that's a staple in this area too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we get to the next relationship question, I wanted to give some feedback on the first question too. 
Um, uh, the reason why I asked it because I feel like the because it's kind of setting up the next question that's that we're going to go into. Um, I feel like a lot of people, um, like younger people anyway, they're very influenced by social media, like to a point where that's where they seek their advice. Right. And I say that because I, I live with a teenager, <laughs> which is my sister, and I have another sister who's a teenager as well. And they always are asking me questions based on stuff they hear on TikTok, yeah. especially relational things. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, oh, well, I heard this TikTok said that, da, da, da. is that true? And it's like, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> but right. Or it is true to this extent, or here's, let me share an experience that I had to help you better understand what this person is talking about. Because, you know, I just feel like the topic of relationships, sex, all that is a lot more accessible these days and a lot um, challenging to monitor because, you know, with TikTok in particular, like, um, you know, you have kids on there as young as like 13, 14 years old, probably even younger than that because they probably have their mom, their parents phone and like anything filters in their, their for you page. So you have, you know, content for children but then sometimes you have some people that's just half naked on there doing things and now your your kid is you know exposed to this and they have questions or they don't even they don't even have questions so it's like if their parents aren't having these conversations you know regularly they're just gonna be you know they're just gonna say oh well this person on tiktok did this so this is how i'm supposed to live my life and so i think on that side I think sometimes like people look up to like these influencers and things and this is how they decide to kind of speak their truth or this is how they decide to live when it comes to just, well, this person said in order to build a meaningful relationship, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, how many times have you questioned that to right. figure out like, what it, what does that look like for you? And so it's just like, we're, I think sometimes it, it can seem like we're so, we hold on to people's words as if like they're the expert when it's like, we're all experienced in life, and this is the this that's just happened to be their journey. Now, if you take some of their advice and you use it, and it's helpful for to you, then that's cool. But I think sometimes like there's no filter. It's just like, well, she he said that I value this person, so I'm gonna do it. Right, right. For for me, when it comes to that, I'm glad you mentioned a few things. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that the food that you guys see actually comes from like. I can't say a dark place, but uh, when I moved back up here, I was just trying to find myself, and I wasn't working, but I wasn't dating either. I chose I chose not to date. I took four years off from dating, and um, the food that you see is actually like it started as like a self love, mm-hmm. and I would just share that experience with Facebook, and I took time to myself to get over some past relationships, some past hurt, mm-hmm. um, before this this therapy and mental health movement really kicked off, especially within. Uh, the black community where yeah. I think I feel like right now we're taking um taking it more serious now but that's a, that's new yeah and so yeah. the food yeah. thing the food thing came about really because I chose to like date myself and and, and spend time mm-hmm. myself and I told myself like I love the thought of my wife so much right now I'm taking care of business right now personal mm-hmm. business I don't I don't want to I don't want to just, I don't want anybody to survive, Jared. I want somebody, I want to be an experience. Yeah. You know? mm. And it, hey. and it happens when you, yeah. when you, when you come to the table, like free and clear, mm-hmm. like we don't, we, we all have our challenges, but I want to minimize yeah. those things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to be tired by the time we got to the, by the time we get to the altar, 
They're like, man, I'm tired of it. We spent a whole year together. I'm already tired, you know. It's been a year already. Man, let's go. I want I want that type of attitude, but I love the thought of her so much right now. I'm willing to like not be in toxic relationships leading up to her. So when it's when I see them flags popping off, baby, I'm out of here. I am Deuces. out. Yeah. Hey man, I think that's a good point. That's a good point because it kind of emphasizes like what you were saying earlier. Like people are asking what they want, but they're not really preparing for what they need to bring to the table in order for that to happen. Because I was like, you ask like this, you ask for like, God, I want this, 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 this. But what are you doing to prepare to receive this, this, and this? How can you even recognize if this, this, and this is what you actually want if you're not even taking the time to work on yourself? For example, big example, like everybody wants to be a some kind of we have, we've all had NFL or NBA aspirations, but we're not putting in work in that gym. We're not we're not mm-hmm. doing the things to, to get to that level. Yep. And our our emotions and past hurts the same way. Um, uh, I always say like just be the be the person you want to you want to come in contact with. But we're yeah. just a lot of us are sitting by, just want somebody to just deal with uh, the things we have going on. It just don't work like that. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I I agree. I agree. Like. Um, you have to put in the work, just like they say, be the friend you want to be same thing in relationships. You know what I mean? Cause the thing is like a lot of people just like, Oh, well I have this going on, this going on, but someone's just going to accept little old me without me doing any work. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what's up. And then when we get to like, even the counseling level or even like at the marriage level, then they're like, well, oh wait, I was supposed to change. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. i think uh, another thing for me um is like i'm country i'm country i'm way more country than i thought (laughs) like i'm spoiled country like i grew up off of being fed by grandma cooked with love yes yes that ball has been dropped so that's like the first part i got dropped this generation and so when i hear women Say, I the man's gonna pay all the bills next Y Z. My first one was like, how you gonna, how you gonna treat that man? Because the brother that's mm. that's out here getting it like that, it. I wanna smell. I wanna smell something. I wanna smell something. Hey, that's, right. them, that's my love. Want them, want them pots talking. You you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That that type of guy that's taking care of business like that is mm. not interested in hot pockets for dinner. I'm trying to tell you, I'm not not smoke country dude yeah. from from Georgia like myself. Yeah, Maybe no, if you're no, tired no. or something like that, but we're not yeah. we're not living like that. So yeah. you want this guy that you can't even support or or love properly, and that's what that's why I get lost. Yeah. Hey man, cause you're like oh like one of my one, one of my uh one of my own folk used to do. He came in the house and touched the stove, and I'm like, hey man, why you touching the stove? He's like, shoot, man, it's stove cold in this outside. Ain't nobody did nothing in the house today. I'm holding the stove. <laughs> And I was like, hey, man. Oh, bro. And, and, and that, that way she got up, she said, well, I guess I got to fish and something to eat. I was like, hey, man. I said, I'm going to use that one day. I ain't been able to use that yet. I'm glad. <laughs> That's, good. That. That's good. Hey, but, um, I want to I speak to uh, something that Mela said uh, also about social media being such an influence on how people present themselves. I, I think what I've seen in certain spaces is that social media has made us kind of like monolithic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I will literally go to a spot 
and everybody is dressed the same. Everybody talks mm. the same. Everybody, you know, says the same stuff, the same catchphrases, the same. And it's just like, bro, sis, stop lying so much. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> tell the truth for once in your life. Like, golly, man. Like, you know, I just wish people would be just more free to be you know, as nuanced as they actually are. Like, and it's a shame yeah. because you get to find out how nuanced someone is, but only when you break through that layer they present to social yeah. media. Right. Some people are comfortable yeah. enough to present that, but not everybody is. And it's a shame because there's like just, there's so many great people out there, man, but they don't yeah. present themselves because of what's out there, what they feel like they have to be in social media to the point where people become like monolithic. Kind yeah, of, yeah, know. but I mean, but that's 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 talked through, you know what I'm saying? And, and growing up in the black community, man, that's so common, you know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to be something that they think that society or their friends will accept, you know what I'm saying? And then that come ingrained because then you see, uh, you may see uh, Susie Q over there like what that that front that that guy putting on, or she think is real, you know, true, what I'm saying? and then. And then right. it, and then it, it manifests from a young age, like because it's like I, I, I'm gonna tell you the most powerful thing I heard when I was a kid. My cousin, my oldest cousin, told told me that he was like, "Hey man, you cool just like you will," you know what I'm saying. And then from, from that on, I just stayed being me. You know yeah. what I'm saying. I just like that's my big cousin. That's the one I respect the most. You know what I'm saying? When he told me I was cool, I was straight. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, like, yeah, man, I listen to rock music, man. I know. I don't supposed to. Or, I, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I like it. I, I, I watch him TV. You know what I'm saying? I watch everything, man. I listen to everything because I listen to all kinds of music. And I, like I tell people, it's like I don't hide this stuff. And I I try my best to be authentic because that's one of the things that my, my wife fell in love with. She said, You are consistently who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't try to show people and I ain't finna try to act like I'm the most intelligent guy in the room because I'm not. I'm going to be the one to ask the dumb question if need be. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what men and women have to get comfortable with, being yeah. uncomfortable. Just like get get uncomfortable with the person that you fronting to be. Get comfortable with the person you are. You know what I'm saying? Get comfortable looking at that person in the mirror and just becoming becoming you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people they front so long, so much that they don't even know who they are no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's how men get detached from their emotions and stuff like that because the world will tell you, you don't supposed to feel. The world will tell you, you don't supposed to cry. Yeah. Everything like that. And now now you detached from it, but then you in a relationship that that all that stuff is required and needed and necessary. You don't yeah. need to know how to tap into it. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to know what it feel like to have somebody that genuinely care about you and not asking right. you to confront you, but just asking you out of pure concern. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And stuff like that, man. We don't grow yeah. out of that. We have to. Yeah. I love what Chris said. Um, he said relationships fail because people try to change everything about themselves to fit someone else's narrative and they lose themselves and then start to feel resentment instead of growing in love. Mm. Like I think that definitely summarized what you were just talking about, Darius J. I think it's, it's I think it's a uh it's not good and not healthy to try to fit into someone else's narrative. And I think even even so, and if I'm being transparent, I think that's something that I fell into as well in my past relationship, the patterns of it. 
trying to be something that I know that I wasn't only to be accepted and then feeling like I was resenting my true self because I was like, well, if you don't like this part of me now, I'm going to kind of suppress that and, you know, try to be something else so that we can be cool. I mean, I'll do that now, but, you know, I was looking at my, you know, younger days, just trying to figure stuff out and also, you know, going through therapy, unpacking trauma, things, things that happened in my life younger that, you know, uh, affected the decisions that I continue to make in relationships thereafter. So I, I definitely agree with that statement, Chris. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, so, yeah, so we'll get into this next uh, question. Um, so I feel like these days a lot of more people are actually being willing to be single than rather be in a relationship with people. Do you feel that way? And if so, why do you feel that could be possibly the thing? I am going to be super open right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I do want to, I, w- I want a wife and have, uh, and have a family, have kids. But it's crossed my mind a lot to like go to one of those fertilization clinics and just like fertilize an egg and just like forget the, forget the woman, you know, forget the whole wife piece. That's been on my heart heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing I'm, I, I'm battling now because I, I've, I've had more headaches from potential partnerships and I felt like I, I would actually benefit from them. Mm. And I don't know if it's a generational thing, yeah. but I think people are generally, you know, more so now choosing peace and, you know, a personal quality of life. But it, but it's sad, like you can't, we can't take an adult route and say, you know what, first of all, let me know I have, I have an issue with this. We're, mm. we're like, we're, we're not acknowledging our own challenges and our own issues. And it's just a domino effect to, you know, how you approach a, a relationship. Um, but that's that's who I am. I am yeah. actually, at this point, I'm choosing, like, peace of mind. I've accepted, like, I'm going to be the old sexy uncle. They, they, got a little, they got a little paper, a little walking around money. <laughs> that's just what it's looking like right now, you know what I mean? But I've also realized, like, I like older women. And to me... I, I like older women and women that have at least one kid. That has usually worked out for me. Um, I'm learning the difference in like certain general qualities that a woman with a, that's been married before or has a kid, they just come to the table real different. Mm-hmm. Um, that selfishness that that uh, single folks have, that kid snatch it right up out of them, and that's where I'm able to like, you know what, I could do this. She's more yes. likely to have certain qualities. Uh, let tend to be less bratty. She don't have time to be bratty. She's a single mom. She's right. in planning mode. She's in executing mode. She's in. She's always uh, in a space where she's doing, and that's where I can insert myself and be effective. She's gonna notice. For example, I did a woman. She had three kids from a marriage, right? I would come into her house, and it might be like eight eight thirty. I would wash her dishes, and that would shorten her day. Wash dishes. Mm-hmm. I might get the bathroom. So coming in and really being effective and being appreciated versus a woman that I, you know, that I would typically uh, cross paths with that didn't have any real responsibility. She like, oh, he a sucker. Girl, I got that dude hitting the bathroom for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, watching my dick. Yeah. You know? And so it's just like, man, I'm really realizing, like, though it sounds great to have this this clean start with with somebody, where I really am appreciated is actually over here with a woman that's 45 mm-hmm. and a woman that has two kids. Yeah. Um, so I'm learning, like, maybe I should stick within those demographics and uh, go from there. And, and the yeah. thing is, too, on the other side of that, too, because I remember my first serious relationship, I was 20 years old and my girlfriend was 24 and she wow. had a six year old. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, the thing is, like, what I see a lot, too, is that so you're the type of dude that, OK, you cherish the situation. You're you're like, OK, how can I make her day? How can I, you know, make this easier? How can you know what I mean? Like, instead of I see a lot of dudes be like, oh, I'm coming over to the crib. Why is why is the kid still up? You know, yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. that's ter- that's terrible, man. That, yeah. that, that is yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to you, know? you at least you got to at least beat them in Madden or something. You know, what I mean? <laughs> that's that's real. That that's bro, real. for real. Like I used to show up, bro. I used to beat them in Madden and help them eat their snacks. I'd be up there drinking juicy juice, eating animal crackers, <laughs> giving that giving that boy life lessons. Right, you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta engage. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to, but you're right. All you guys are right. Like before you get to that point of like sometimes having a one-on-one with her, you might have to grab a quick little eight piece, you know, cause she tied eight mm-hmm. piece with a few sides, you know, um, wrestle him on the floor, him or her on the floor or whatever. And that, and that freed her up to do whatever, have a little moment to herself. And then y'all can enjoy time together. But you're right. If, if, if somebody's coming to the house, and Mac is your kids still up. You already know that you already know what they're there for. Yeah. You already know yeah. what's, right. what's, what's on their heart. It's not about mm-hmm. the quality time. It's like now I'm trying to come over here for a little bit and and, and yeah. be out. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that horizontal <laughs> mumbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there <he> is. <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. But but yeah, man, like you know, it's a it's a two-way street. Like that selfishness, I feel like, because I feel like on the male side of the game, all we do is just shame ladies for the situation. Like, even though it's like, it's life. This is their life. Like they, they didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is life right now. How are you going to engage with this woman, with this child right now? You know what I mean? As opposed to just, oh, making jokes and memes and stuff and like, oh, you know, she this and she that for not putting her kids to sleep. Like, yeah. Dumb. Yeah, man, because yeah, it's levels to it, man. And that's yeah, now I agree with all that because it's just like, man, yeah. I mean, I dated people that were older than me all my life, you know what I'm saying? I, I, my my wife is four years older than me, you know what I'm saying? Like that's I found peace and serenity with people that Ooh. were older than me because they ain't have like a lot of mess, they was always about their business, yes, they was always handling business. Yes. And the thing of it is, you know what I'm saying? You, you as a man and you're and you're an executor and you're a person that want to do something, you have an agenda. When you have things that you could do, you know what you could do is properly execute and help the relationship. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, just like you said, with young folk, man, you just you get a bunch of mess, man. And you just yeah. like, I don't feel like dealing with it. I ain't even know you think like that for real. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's how it is because it's just like it's just be more more lighter, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know what I'm saying, like they already know what they they know what life about, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it ain't about what everybody assume it to be, like being out in people's face all the time. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Always trying to spend money. And the old head, the older ladies, they know. That hey, we got to stack this paper. We got to make some. We got to build security. We got to build legacies. Everybody else, if you like, I'm trying to get a Birkin bag. You know how much a Birkin bag cost, girl? Bruh. I buy you, buy you a Birkin bag. You um, you are my property. 
Hey, and, and Mella, and Mella, you're looking at our conversation, but you got to wait a few years to date a younger cat. Like these young yeah. cats are nuts now. Yeah. You got to wait. Yeah, I'm about to say, you got to wait. <laughs> I experienced them through the next question I'm going to ask. So I'm going to reserve <laughs> um, But no, I'm just listening and taking everything that you're taking in everything that you guys are saying. Um, I do feel like there's this culture like of shaming single people. Like, like it's like you, like they kind of, I think we kind of talk about this in episodes like in past or just in our conversations offline, but how like marriage is like this goal that people like fight for and they feel like this is like the next step in life. And so like you start to get those questions from like the older people. In my case, it's actually my younger sisters, which I, that's just weird. But it's just like, why are you not dating yet? You're 30 years old. Why you don't have kids and all this stuff? And it's just like, it's not it's not a priority to, to me right now. But I know that's also in tandem with they don't really know what I went through in my life to get to where I am right now as a whole person. Right. So, I mean, so one is ignorance. So they don't know what they don't know. And that's a conversation that I will potentially have with them, you know, when they're mature and ready to to have that conversation. But then on the other side of for me, is just like going back to what Jared said is like peace of mind, you know, like just talking to people and getting to know them in this season of just dating. It's just like, man, like, I, it's like, I don't get it. Like we're talking and then I meet you in person. It's a completely different energy or you don't know how to hold a conversation. And I'm always initiating I'm. It's like, come on, man. It's like, and this is older and, and younger. People, yeah. so it's yeah. like, like you said, they put on this facade of like who they want to uh, project themselves to be, and then you start to have those deep conversations, or you try to ask questions so that you can have deep conversations and still surface, or it's not, you know, it's like I'm trying to initiate this conversation, so I'm just like, hey, it was cool while it lasted. I'm just gonna keep pushing because I'm on a different energy right now. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. so I just think that's that's a part of why I choose to be single in this season. But I also choose to be single because I'm still working on myself. Like yeah. I'm still learning how to love myself. And I think that is a big part in, in how I'm going to be able to bring and add value to my husband in the future. So it's like, like kind of like what you said, I think I'm on the same wavelength of just like, I'm just trying to love me because <laughs> I haven't did that. I haven't done that. I've been wrapped around in so many relationships in my life. That was my life relationship. At the relationship, I break up with somebody. I miss a relationship with someone. That was my identity. I'm yeah. no longer trying to identify myself like that. I'm trying to figure out who I am outside of another person. There you go. Uh, so, mm -hmm. so I just think that I feel like, but I see that a lot now. Like people, I mean, people desire relationship. They desire marriage. I do too. I'm not going to say that I don't desire to be married and have a family. I would, I would love to do that. I have the privilege to be able to do that. But for me, right now, I just feel like I'm meeting no quality people that. Are on the same energy level that I am, and it's disappointing a little bit. So, yeah, but maybe they're in the same spot too. They just really learn how to love themselves as well. So it's like, you know, trying to find the balance and all that, um, which kind of brings me to uh, dating in general. I think the pandemic has caused people to resort to dating apps <laughs> in this season. Um, and then also you have COVID as a factor now, uh, where you're not as physical or meeting people in, in person as much, um, as you were, you know, in the past. Um, so 
what do you prefer? Do you prefer dating apps or like the traditional way of meeting people? And then how does that even work in a world like you live in now? I, I prefer a little bit of both because it's typically guys spending money, being out and about, you know, because promoters know if you get the if you get the ladies in the spot, you can tax dudes whatever. You know, we're gonna be paying twenty at the dough, you know, <laughs> paying for some drinks. We get taxed, so <laughs> uh, it ha dating apps have saved me money of like you know having these preliminary conversations for nothing. Tinder yeah. was free, so you got you got you can kind of like at least converse a little bit, you know, and then get the number. And then like before, aside from like. Um, trying to go to a happy hour and drop 40, 50 bucks and maybe pay for a couple of drinks. It's like, it didn't end up in being nothing. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And so for me, I've, I've embraced um, uh, the technology, you know, mainly Facebook. That's where I'm, I'm on most, uh, mm -hmm. most time, Facebook. Um, I've met uh, some dope people on, on Facebook. It's like, there's life circumstances that didn't allow things to, uh, to progress. Um, it was something I was going to say. I forgot. Um, I think also people. I know. I know through the pandemic, people actually um, relationships actually started failing. It's like I think people were actually uh, forced to deal with their reality. Mm. You, it, you, there weren't there weren't the twelve hour shifts at work and the four hours that you three or four hours um, at night where you had a chance to dodge having conversations or, or you know tapping in to actually spend time with your partner or your kids. I think a lot of people realize like, man. I hate the situation that I'm in. Work, mm. was really, work was really saving me. You know, it was, yeah. was saving me. So I've, I've heard that a lot, even on my mm. job. It was like, man, the wife is getting on my nerves, man. I can't. I don't know if I really like her like that. And and, uh. and like, so what do you do? Like, what do you yeah. do? Like, but but why would you marry somebody that you can't spend time with like that? Like, man, exactly. What, what were y'all doing? What were y'all right. doing? You know, right. if, if I tell myself this because I don't, I don't build my relationships off the five-star experience. Like, if me and you can't sit on the sofa and, like, crack jokes and just, the, the country way, there's, we yeah. country, bro. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we, we right. on the porch and crack jokes. Like, if we can't have moments like that, bro, yeah. I do not want it. If we can't have a 10-piece wing at the house and a little drink at the house, yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. That's facts. That's facts. So it's because that's the time. Yeah, because it's all about spending time. People, people don't know how to put quality of time. They don't know how to put the quality on the time. You know what I'm saying? They Ooh. just know. They just Ooh. always trying to put quantity. You know what I'm saying? They just like, yeah. oh, how much? How much money do you spend? How much? Yes. How, where do, where do we? Where were we at? Did you create the ambiance? Hey man, I'm the ambiance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm the ambiance, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know, just like, cause that's why I always told people, I, I knew, like, people used to ask me all the time, like, when why you ain't married? Why you ain't married? Everybody around me was getting married and stuff like that. I just, like, I told people, I ain't ready, man. I'm telling you, I'm crazy in way you don't want me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to be around nobody that, like, one thing I appreciate my, about my wife the most is that she know how to carry a conversation. Oh, I don't have so to. Weird, I, don't, I don't. I don't have to entertain her. It ain't like I'm sitting on the phone. And she be like, "Well, well, why you ain't talking to me? I ain't never hear that from my wife, bro." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because she care. She know how to carry. Come say, because you know what? She interested. 
You just said a word right there, man. Yeah, bro, you brought it in. That yeah. bro, and I didn't I did not realize I needed conversation until I wasn't working and I spent most of my time reading. Mm-hmm. And so so for me, uh sharpening myself actually brought out I was able to contribute to conversation. I'm like, man, so this physical part is it's cool, but like I really need this intellectual stimulation, this or just just oh, the ability yeah. to go back and forth, the ability yeah. to throw a topic out there and give a, a a decent and educated perspective on it, whether it's politics, black issues, socioeconomic issues. Like I was able to to touch all that stuff, and then we can just keep it light. It don't have to be that yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, I got a real personality, you know. So yeah, like, once I once I found myself, bro, oh, it was a wrap. It was over yeah. with. <laughs> Because that's what I be telling people, because that's like the one thing that I tell people, man, I can have a conversation about anything with my wife. Like, I can say anything. We be sending each other reels of funny stuff we find on Instagram. We sit, we we just talk about everything. Like, I can right. talk to her about everything. Like, outside of my best friend, my wife is the most talked to person that I talk to because I could call her in the middle of the day and we'll just she may have something serious and then I crack a joke on somebody at a job because I call I get I got a nickname for everybody at a job. And um and we just we just we just have good conversation man and we just you know what I'm saying like I tell people like yo man learn how to build your mental because I said you can't speak to nobody's spirit without words. You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? Like, and a lot of people don't understand that being able to speak to people, it builds the relationship even more. It fortifies yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that person knows that, like, hey, I can come to you with something and we'll be able to talk about it and it won't be no problem. Right. right. And be into and women. Learn, be, a, be that place where that man, if you want that man to be emotional, be right. open to receive it. Ooh. Be open to receive it. If you ain't open to that receive part. what he putting down, don't ask that for that man because once he give it and you betray his feelings, so it's over. over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's he over. just brought a whole word just there. <laughs> and, and and you know what? All of that comes from all that conversation, all that caring, all that you know, all those good things in a quality relationship comes from the fact that she is interested in you yeah okay yeah. guys let's talk about this do y'all really want somebody that you have to like you just trick them into <laughs> into into <laughs> wanting you you know what i mean yeah i'm just gonna hey hey, hey straight, gotcha. you know like <laughs> stupidest flex of all time mm-hmm. i can't I, I i don't understand it i don't understand it so many people so many interesting people that you meet that are into you, that have an actual relationship with you, that you have shared life with, that know your goals, your innermost fears, and you pass on all of them for that baddie on Instagram. Oh, you talking about the friend friend zone. Exactly. There's a balance to it, though. I want somebody who wants me. That's a big, that's, that adds attraction to me. It, Someone who's does, in it me. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because uh, it wasn't until late. I was like, oh, like not talking to her just on the, on the looks like, oh, she's all right. But when you start hitting those other points, those, those common interests, the having fun, you're like, oh man, like, 
because we're guys, we're physical, we're hunters. We, oh man, she's gorgeous. But you're you're exactly right. Some of the most beautiful women I've ever spoken to and met had zero personality because they never had to have one to mm. get the attention they wanted. That, they I never, mean, that's a real thing. Wow, that's a real thing. And wow. and, so, and some of the most half naked women around the around uh, around year round because it's it's like it, it'll get ten degrees in DC and they still be. I said. It's cold. You can. It's okay to have a personality. You got to be naked all year. <laughs> all your life. All right. Yeah. It's just like maybe on, read God. a book or something. Right. Right. Have something to talk. You, you chose to be naked in pneumonia weather. Now pneumonia and cold weather. Before you go read a book, a paragraph, some talking points, some bullet points. You chose them. I'm, I'd rather be naked. I'd rather be sick on Monday. It's all right. Like. Come on. <laughs> I, I take I take me so tussing. Yeah. I'll be all right. <laughs> so it's you're man, you, you guys are hundred percent right when it comes to that that personality and just having things that you have in common. That adds to the attraction for sure. And that's something I I um because I'm in a season nine, bro. I'm like, I look at that my friend request list, I'm like, sheesh, they bad. I don't know how they heard about little me, but they bad. <laughs> <laughs> they are bad. I'm trying to uh, not hit to confirm because it's 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 nothing new. I'm not saying just because yeah. she's attractive. Yeah. You no, know, uh, she doesn't have any personality, but I'm really right. sticking to my guns with what I like, what I know that works. Yeah. And I'd rather have somebody who is uh, I still find attractive, but that personality, those interpersonal skills, man, are are on point. Right. Yeah. And sometimes that bond is unique to you, like like that same you attractive person with no personality. Someone's going to bring out some kind of personality. It's just not you, bro. That's yeah, it. I mean, that's true. That's real. Don't take it so personal. Like, you know, move on. Move on to somebody who actually wants you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, that, that was so many make mistakes all the time. And I tell people, like, hey, man, she ain't interested in you. Or yeah. he ain't interested in you. You trying to make this person interested in you. You think yeah. by you over-talking, over-stalking, over-walking, it's going to make this person <laughs> Be more interested in you. No, you just gonna be on got so far down the road you don't know where you at no more. And guess what? That person gonna hop on the next bus, take it to the next town. Now you yeah. know where you at. Yeah, yeah. Right. I that think um, my experience has been <laughs> a little bit different than what you guys are kind of explaining. Like just my experience, like from a woman's perspective, and just trying out the dating app. You know, trying out the old fashioned way, just meeting up with people and stuff like that. Um, I feel like I've been getting a lot of people who like are rushing. Like mm. I'm trying to build a friendship. I kind of avoid futuristic questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like I want to build a friendship. Like I think in and in, in being intentional about that, I think those are things that I'll find out as we continue to build. But sometimes like I've, you know, <laughs> I started talking to someone or we're, you know, just having a very cordial conversation. And then like two or three weeks in, it's like, so, uh, you know, when are we uh, going to date? And I'm just like, well, we just started talking and yeah. feel comfortable. And then for me, as a woman, I don't feel comfortable unless like we've had a couple of conversations and like, I'm like, I'm eager to meet you too. Like, if I yeah. don't feel that, I'm not about to just meet up with you just to, for the sake of like, oh, I want to see if you. That's what FaceTime is for. Okay, you match your <laughs> you match your profile picture. Okay, cool. All right. I don't, but it's like until I feel like I'm vibing with you is when I'll like be more 
uh, susceptible to like hang out with you. So I just feel like sometimes when I tell people like, no, I'm, I'm really not here for that, da, 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 it seems like the pattern that I've experienced is like they try to conform to a person so they can actually get to that part as opposed to being genuine. And I yeah. can tell, Ooh, I can tell yeah. because it's like when I'm asking you questions and I'm trying to have a genuine conversation, it's like, you're almost telling me what I want to hear so that you can get what you want. And I'm like, I've had too many experiences not to notice right. <laughs> what's, what's going on here. Since you're not answering the question you're answering in a way that you think I want to hear it, but I really want to hear your true perspective. Like I want you to have your own opinion. Don't try to conform to it to make it sound good and look good and make me feel like this is like, I can tell. So it's like, I try to be genuine. I try to be like, on a, like I just want to be your friend. That's it. There's nothing else. If it goes there, then cool. Let it organically go there. I'm not trying to force anything. I'm not trying to rush. But that's been my experience. It's like very rushed. Like a one guy in particular, like literally I said, I'm here for friendship. I'm not trying to, you know, date, date, like uh, exclusively. I'm just trying to get to know people. So you're not the only person I'm talking to. So yeah. just go ahead and put that out there too. Like I'm really just getting to know people in this season, be a builder friends. And then after a week, he's like, I think we're done being friends. I want to date. And I'm like, and I think we're done being friends. Goodbye. <laughs> like it's like. I think I think it's very telling. I, I didn't. I never thought I'd see the day where I, I would see more guys pressing the envelope for relationship. You know, is is generally seen as um, more women. But I think some guys are actually trying to come around, but we don't know how to come around and 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 be involved and and take the courtship phase. It's like, mm. this is not like, it's, it's not Walmart, bro. It's not like you just walk up like, hey, you, yeah, come with me. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's not like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's this, it's this pressure. For, for example, my mom started pressing about a wife and kids in eighth grade. And I was just like, cause she would say, she was, it was this passive aggressive stuff. It was like, yeah, get your education, go on, go off to college, you know, meet your wife, you know, meet your wife and uh, have some kids. I'm like, can I just get through this math problem? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it it just doesn't help when you have mom, she ready for grandkids. You have, you know, your friend circle, every like everybody's getting married and you attending the weddings. So it's like there's this internal clock for a lot of us, but it, I never thought I'd see more guys like yeah. in that space. But we let Mel, Mel, I'm gonna say this. There's so much that we have not learned as men. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, and, the, and society expects expects for us to just know. Well, you're a man. This is just man up and just man do man stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. What does that look like? And half of it toxic and wrong. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nobody told us to hug your kids. Like it's it just been this Bruh, rough you love. You feel me? You know, and so you just grow up cold and like halfway doing stuff. Nobody yeah. talked about love languages. Nobody. Bruh, that's that's been the past couple years. You know, <laughs> marital counseling. No, it's like because we we were we came about through survival. I, yeah. Half of our grandmothers. Yep. If we were honest, if we're being yep. honest, half Ooh, of our grandmothers were not point. even happy, bro. They stay with. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> you ain't lying. You are not lying, bro. You are. They preaching. stayed with granddaddy because she you didn't have preaching. a trade. The, yeah. the the deep southern views of Christianity guy he divorced. It, all that played a factor in like what Granny did. Where was she gonna You're go? Talking. Where was she gonna and go? She done, had, she done had twelve kids too. Twelve. Yeah. Dropped out. 
And yeah, then, and, and, and then he got you. Then you, you, then he take you over there to play with your what you thought was your friends, the masses, your half brothers and half sisters. I'm trying to tell you, you know what I'm saying. And then you know what I'm saying, like that stuff like that. I be telling people, I said because like I, I tell people all the time, I said I never yeah. experienced my my grandparents having a conversation like Ooh. sitting there and talking in there and talking about like current events or things going on most of the time they sat and watch tv in silence and expecting me to shut up and i just just be looking like so y'all just we just gonna not say nothing to each other right Right. and i and like i tell people i was like and that's when people be putting those little stereotypes on hey what we need to stay together like grandma and granddaddy did back in the day Grandma wanted to hear granddad was hot grits plenty time having like Al Green. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, and I'd be telling people, like, man, y'all don't even be knowing because like you said, that was survival. Your yes. man was out there working, you know what I'm saying, providing for the household and bringing everything back to the house. You know what I'm saying? And man felt like he was doing that. He could go do what he want to do because he's like, look, my family provide for. They got clothes on the back, eating food and stuff like that. I can go go out there. Hey, Shirley, she, she, you know, that's how that's how they got down. But that's, like, that's but that's the thing. Like you said, we can't just ah uh, man up, be a man, 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 man. We don't even know what a man is half the time because we don't have an example. We don't. We out here. We out here following false prophets. You know what That's I'm saying? Ain't, ain't even really holding down their family, man. But like I tell you all the time, I say the best thing you can do is go out here and figure out. And that's why I'm so big in the mentorship. And that's why I talk to my nephews and stuff all the time. I tell them like, hey, man, that right there ain't what you think it is. This is how you process this. You know what I'm saying? Chris. It was all transactions. Oh, granddad bring on the cab. Grandma flipping up that night, guys. <laughs> Taking off that moo moo. Chris, goodbye. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Exactly. And she went happy about it. She just knew that how the lights were gonna get uh keep turning on and on. Right, right. Yeah, you man. said a mouthful because now it it prompts this this question of like even the whole like you're you're eight you're you're in eighth grade trying to get through this math problem. They already thinking into the future, oh, and I just yeah. and I just feel like this survival mentality because being able to talk to my grandma and just learn about her experience growing up for herself, come becoming a mother at a very young age, you know, staying with her husband who you know God rest his soul passed away in 2017. However like learning about their culture at the time and then what was success, uh, susceptible, you know, thinking about religion as well, you know, being a Christian, the voice is not the question. So now you're staying in these hurtful, destructive relationships and that is your norm. So yeah. like for me in, in general, I grew up in a very matriarchal <laughs> environment. I was raised by my great grandmother, and my grandma, my mom had me when she was 14 years old as well. So I, I was, it was very women led. Hey man, so, the South ain't known for pulling out. So <laughs> <laughs> that man just said it. He just gonna say it. <laughs> wow, this is not a family channel anymore, guys. <laughs> we have transitioned over to. Uh, <laughs> 
PG-13 because they do have those type of innuendos in PG-13 <laughs> movies now. But um, anyways, to finish my thought, it makes sense because it's like when now I'm I'm interested in when an older person is like not forcing you, but like questioning you of why you're not doing it. Where is it coming from? Because it's not coming from what you experienced because I hope I would hope that you would want me to experience what you had to go through right. <laughs> in a marriage. So why is it so important that I have somebody to take care of? when I'm still learning how to take care of myself. And that's something that they didn't do for themselves yeah. because their lives are wrapped up in everything else. So you think about my grandmother, she was young. She had my um, uncle when she was young. So she's been a mother. And then when my mom had me, she was my mother. So it was like, when did she have time for herself? When did she have time to really, like yeah. that's what she's now doing in her older life. But how many years have been taken from her because she's been providing for everybody else but herself? You know what? I look at my own life. Like my mom, I have a twin sister. My mom had us, she got pregnant. She said Georgia State at like 23 years old. Mm. I'm like 23 with twins? Like <laughs> my our folks never had a chance to go to brunch and, you know, have bottomless mimosas, bro. Like, right. <laughs> you feel me? Like, for they real. never had a chance to do that. They, it was just like, all right, mm -hmm. I'm gonna stay in town, high school diploma, stay in town, whatever. And it's like factory job, have kids. And it was like, mm -hmm. you never had a chance to step out. You never had a chance to get a nice dinner for yourself, you yeah. know, without us as kids. Mommy, I want some. You already know how it go. Couldn't even get right. a bag of Doritos without us. Just doing that. Start rattling a bag and it's like. Right. You just come around the corner, you know. And it's, so, <laughs> it's like this lifestyle just pushed on folks and pushed on mm -hmm. folks. And I really had a chance to. Uh, you know, like love them. For example, I was in New York um, probably two years ago now. And we had worked hard. As a matter of fact, it was the United Nations, we call it UNGA, United Nations General Assembly. Um, world leaders come to at New York, whatever. And this is like shortly after the Salt Bay went viral. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. I found out his restaurant was, what, two blocks away, three or four blocks away from my hotel? I already knew what the yeah. was. Right. I just, yeah. I, I just had to make the time. Experience so, time. Right. It's experience time. And so right. being at a place where you actually give yourself time to be established and love on yourself like that, which is huge. I don't want to come in breaking even like I just got this job, but guess what? I got this family too. You know? Mm -hmm. And so now right. you breaking even on your experience because everything you got as a man, because the side of is your provider, is outgoing. You you barely got money for haircut money now, but your kids got shoes on their feet, wife looking good, you a little scruffy, but hey, society yeah. society told you that's how it's supposed to be. Mm. But I had a chance to like really, because I know these, unless I really like really start bringing some extra money, I'm not bringing a family forward to Nazareth to eat because <laughs> one, one, uh, one was it 30, 32 or 33 ounce Tomahawk steak? Yeah, $275. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, I enjoyed every bit of that. Mm. Brother, there's I'm here to tell you. Bro, I, I can see it. One of the best things I've ever had. One Bruh, of the, I, one I, of the I, best. But there ain't no family restaurant. Nah, there ain't no family restaurant. It ain't no family restaurant. It's not for the average, you know, Joe Blow. Now, you, you take your wife there uh, for anniversary type. Because I spent like almost 500 because it was a la carte. Side. Yeah. I said, if I'm gonna do it, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. I ain't gonna right. halfway do it. Right. But yeah. I, I, I say all that to say this: people are losing out on these self love experiences 
because they're they're going into a phase where they actually should be selfish and you're 20 like if you just find somebody in your 20s and it, it works cool great cool. yeah but i i me personally i cannot ride this wave um of like jumping into something i'm just not quite ready for mm -hmm. um because now i've only benefited i feel like me and my wife future wife only going to benefit from us not being married 10 years ago um mm -hmm. we, we, i probably she probably didn't like me no <laughs> Cause I was <laughs> yeah. yeah but the chance to get to give myself a chance to um to number one be happy with my career because my biggest fear one of my biggest fears has always been having to stick with the job because my family depend on it mm. and, yeah. and, and not gotta go deal with people for eight to 12 hours a day i got to I, there's no chance of retraining because Labuki, she need, <laughs> she need yeah. drivers, you know they don't we don't have a space to of laps of income so right um, uh Mella, look i'm gonna tell you like this i know you run off a biological clock like most women but it's a good thing that you set up setting up boundaries and, and setting a tone because if you don't draw that line the guys are gonna draw it for you mm -hmm. um keep loving on yourself you know and and figuring out what Mella wants to do and who she is and what type of man that you want and and need you know um Write it down. I, I, I'm just not learning the power of writing this stuff down because it's like you're officially acknowledging, like, hey, this is what I want. Because if you don't, any and everything will come to your gate. At yep. you. Any and everything will come come your way. You know, um, so you have time. You have more time than you think, I would say, in my humble opinion. More time you think. Don't feel rushed. Choose your yeah. happiness. Choose yep. your happiness because I'd rather do it late than do it wrong. Yep. That part. Yeah, I man. agree. Yeah, man. And just like one more thing about like when people are getting to know each other and they ask what I call these idealistic questions. Right. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, what somebody wants to hear, right? Like, yeah. Oh, what are your life goals? Oh, what are your, <laughs> you know, are your you five, year in five years? Yeah. yeah, that's right. The whole thing. And it's just like, it's almost like, uh, if we were watching a football game, guys, and people are like, you know, the two commentators are giving you the keys to the game. All right. And everybody knows in football, if you run the football and stop the run on the other side and stop the passing game and uh, make interceptions and score on special teams, you're going to win the game. Right. Mm. But then that's how everybody would want to win the game. How yeah. is this team going to win the game? Yeah. That's what I want to hear. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to know yourself and just kind of like, okay, put yourself out there, you know what I mean, so that you come up with your keys, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like not like just, okay, these idealistic things. Everybody wants somebody who makes money, cleans, and cooks. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody's going to tell you, oh, nah, cooking, nah. I don't need that. Nah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah, so yeah, like just ask real questions. Yeah, I think I'll really address what Mel was saying. So what what I what I've done, man, is to kind of help it out. Uh, I don't get paid for this, but a little stuff I just I see on 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 IG, uh, these yeah, cards and stuff yeah, like that yeah. that really help promote. You know, just different conversation starters. Yeah. yeah, conversation starters. This stuff you can do over uh over Facetime because I like a long distance you know long distance uh relationship for real, but. Um, stuff like that is learning. It was right. It's it's helped me understand and bring up conversation about childhood naturally. It ain't forced. It just comes up. How did you grow up? 
Oh, that's trauma field right there. That's a you you were taking oh, time yeah, off. Yeah. You know, um, compartmentalize. What do I share? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So that's for me, that's a more organic way. I have a few card games actually. Um uh to to ask ask to ask the question that that count, man. Um mm -hmm. but it brings out in a more organic fashion. But you're right, Steve. You're right, bro. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like um that's something that I, I, I continue to work on, not asking the generic questions. Uh, so I do the same thing too. I might actually need to get some cards like that too, just to, for conversation starters, because I just think sometimes I kind of run out of like questions to ask. Cause I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. I don't, I don't, I just want it to be organic, but then you still have to ask something um, yeah. to get I to generate weird, conversation. I ask weirdo questions too. It'd be kind of deep and kind of all. I was like, man, what if you wake up? What if you wake up ugly? What would you do? <laughs> or like if 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 you lost your private part in a freak car accident how would you be able to maintain a relationship with the person of opposite sex you know what that's a real question though that is it's depending on when you ask it what phase of the relationship or friendship you ask yeah it, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. like becoming sick or disabled like who are you, how are you handling that Ooh, you know yeah we like to think that illness comes at 70, 75 years old, but no, it comes whenever it comes. It's gonna come when it comes, right? Yeah. And you you like how I look now, but if if I lost mm -hmm. a leg to diabetes or, or hypertension, whatever it is, where where you at now? You know, so that's that's real, bro. I tell you yeah. a book that really um that really helped guide me through like manhood, like not manhood, but help me understand it. Tony yeah. Evans' book, Kingdom Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Really, really, really good book. To the point, like it was, it was some chapters I was standing up in the sofa. I'm like, oh man, like, yeah, like okay, that's what I gotta be doing. That's that's what yeah. my kids should do. But that was a really, really good book for me, for me. Yeah, and I, I and I, even like, even like just like broadening. Cause we we so used to staying in pockets, you know what I'm saying? Because even like sometimes I take my mom out to different places and try stuff that she might never try on her own. It's just like nah, I just want to stretch you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just a little bit, just stretch you. Just be always had the ability to stretch, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, a lot of people don't want to stretch and don't want to tap into something that they ain't used to. But that's the thing that make you, you know what I'm saying, multifaceted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it give you dimensions. You ain't just one dimensional. You ain't just linear. You can mold, bend, but not break. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and you have more things to talk about. You know what I'm saying? You get the experience of it. Because it's like, my grandma, she never left the United mm -hmm. States. She never left the South, for real. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, And just like me, I don't been out the country. Don't did a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Country plenty of time, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like experiences, man, and and, and do that in your singlehood too, man. Just experience life and, and broaden yourself. So when you come into that, you you can offer that that they never been, you know, places and stuff like Absolutely. that. Like, right? People, I tell people all the time, hey, man, if you are twenty something, you got a, a job that you can pay your bills and stuff like that. You doing yourself an inconvenience to not have a passport. Big inconvenience for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, this is a good conversation today. Yeah, it was good. It was fire. 
You know what I'm saying? I hope I hope everybody out there, little knot ahead boys, y'all and little knot ahead girls, I hope y'all learn something. You know what I'm saying? And learn how to talk on the phone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Learn like, how talk, to talk, period. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody don't want to talk about Drake records all the time. Right. Don't nobody don't care about your weed. Nobody don't care about that Hawaiian silky you got. You know what I'm saying? Long as it look decent, long as it don't look like a Tyler Perry wig, that's all we care. Anything you know with a Tyler Perry wig, exactly. And you know, just yo, know, just grow. Be, look forward to growing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's the biggest, best part of life that people always underestimate is just the growth aspect. Because people think if they stand the same, they safe. Mm-hmm. No, you the most unsafe position there is because you settle for mediocrity. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like. Yeah. And you're gonna be a mediocre person, you're gonna mediocre people gonna meet you. But exactly. if you always moving, putting yourself in the place of opportunity, because opportunity don't come without work, you know what I'm saying, and growth don't come without work, you have to work to grow, you have to read, be introspective, dive deep into yourself and see what it is going on with you, and then keep moving, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you'll find a new you on the horizon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now let's just cap some things, cap some things off with some final thoughts. Um, yeah. So, JR, um, if there's something you want to plug or, you know, or just something from this conversation you want to highlight, uh, now's the time to do it. Uh, we do this on uh, our final thoughts segment. So. I I said it's about, it's it's about to be football season. So I'm gonna, I must speak in football terms. Uh, if if you hurt, get off the field. Get off the field. If if you are hurt from prior relationships, do not try to jump out here and date. Get away from everybody and take your time to get right. So you can actually perform at a <laughs> on a level that you want to perform and be desired the way you really want to be desired. Uh, uh, focus on you. And the uh, the betterment of you and just being somebody worth getting to know. That is my goal. I just want to be somebody worth getting to know. And go from mm-hmm. there. That's my final thoughts. Hey, man. That's what's up. That's a good one. Final thought, Mella G. Um, well, thank you so much, JR, for being on today and sharing your wisdom and experience. Um, it's truly appreciated. Um, my final thoughts would be um, you know, kind of echoing what uh, JR was saying it's just self-love is the best love you know I yeah. think when you love yourself um, and you're like me I'm learning you know a lot about myself that um, I didn't even know that I liked or that I disliked and um, it's been a really cool experience it's been very rewarding um, I've been reading a lot more too um, and not just like self-help books but just books in general like I read in this book called uh, Go to Live on the Mountain by James Baldwin Mm. And I just love the way that he writes. And it kind of makes me more interested now. Now I'm actually reading more books about his autobiography and who he was as a person and what he contributed to society. And it makes me even understand that much more the way he writes. It's just amazing. And (laughs) yes, so I, I would just say like seek to really like Get into things that you thought that you would never get into because you there may be the, the experiences that you're missing out on. Um, I think in relationships, just like know your worth, know your value, 
you know, know where you stand. And the only way to really know that is you take a deeper look inside of yourself so that you're not accepting any and everything just to be in a relationship or have the title or be with somebody that's not probably the best person for you. Um, and you have to figure that out to, for yourself. I even think referencing back to what JR was saying, it's like, there's a lot of gorgeous and handsome people out here, but sometimes that can be just a shell because when you start talking to people and getting to know them, you know, you can realize that there's no personality there. And I think that's because they haven't taken the time. They put so much value on how they look that what they look like on the inside doesn't match. And so now they're projecting this image of how they want people to feel about them. But then when they open their mouth, it's like emptiness. Uh, so no. I just, therapy, you know, we are in that culture. So I'm always an advocate for therapy and self-care um, these days. I think it's, um, it needs to continue to be more advocated more, especially in the black community um, as well, especially kind of touching on just this whole survival mentality. Like that's been my thing this year is thriving, not living in the survival mentality because I don't have to. You know, right. um, so it's a choice. So make the decision to be healthier and make the decision to love yourself more. I think that mm. was my final thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, that was a good one, man. Final thoughts, Stephen Neal. Yes, great conversation. Um, I would just like to <clears throat> commend a lot of single people that I know, like, Mela, like JR, like a lot of my friends who, you know, have remained single just because they are working the process of growing and experiencing things. Um, so I, I commend people for that because I think it can be real simple. I think men and women, I mean, you know, somebody that you probably could date or marry right now. But would that be the right fit for you? You know, and you know the answer is no. And so you're staying away from that situation. Yeah. You know, so that's commendable. And um, just continue to enjoy your life, continue to uh, have those experiences. I think it's been said on this program before like, don't wait till you're married to travel. That's crazy. Yeah. You have more time than you're ever going to have, you know, yeah. especially if you don't have kids. Right. So, uh Go ahead, go to the post office, get that passport photo taken, get that passport done, and, and go somewhere and experience some things. And, you know, you could even bring some friends along, but, it, you know, and it doesn't have to be a vacation or something like that. No, exactly. It's a vacation with friends. Try cocaine once. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. But what you want to do. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> is... Like uh, J.R. Mel was saying, is uh, those experiences teach you things. You know, they teach you things about yourself that you can carry to the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, it's not just for flashy photos. Like you, you actually can learn something from being somewhere else and experiencing it with other people. So, you know, that isn't your boyfriend or husband, so or yeah. girlfriend or wife. So that's facts. That's my final thought. And a final job. thought, Darius J. Well, you know, all we haven't talked about and all we don't say it was all good stuff, man. And I I like one thing that uh Jerry said, you know what I'm saying? You know, you don't want a person to survive him. He won't, you know, he want to be an experience, you know what I'm saying? I bet that's a good t-shirt. Uh yeah. and um I feel like 
that's the point where we, we I feel like we have to get out of it. We have to get out of the survival mode, I think. In order for people to start experiencing us, we got to learn it, learn how not we need to learn how to live instead of survive. Yeah. And I don't think living is being taught a lot, especially yep. in our community. We we ain't taught to be men, we ain't taught to be women. We just they just give us a tagline and tell us to run with it, and we have to figure it out on our own. No roadmap, no blueprint, no nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm here to tell y'all, man, living is way different than surviving. Man. Living living is. is actually experiencing this life and being yep. present and being yep. available to be a part of things and a part of people. Not in a transactional way all the time. Just be just like, nah, I just met this cool person. You know what I'm saying? While I was out just being me. You know what I'm saying? We ran across each other. You know what I'm saying? Male or female, but that's the thing, man. You can't do that if you're in survival mode because when you're in survival mode, you closed off. You don't, you ain't letting people in. You ain't letting the experiences of a life in. You just like, nah, all I need is these rations and I'm going to just make it to the next day. Yep. Can't live like that. No. You, that you, that's a, that's the quickest way to the cash is thinking you are going out survive yourself because the thing that is, you, you scared of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You scared of the possibilities of what you could be. You know what I'm saying? Because you talk, you were taught that that part of you, that dreaming part of you was going to get you in trouble when mm. it actually browns your mind. Like you can go, you don't never know, man. Like people like, I know one song I listen to and it's a trip. You know, like, man, high sky's the limit when I'm flying in it. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I just like, ever since I heard that line, I'm like, golly, that was heat right there, man. You're right. High sky's the limit when I'm flying in it. You know what I'm saying, and yeah, man, this this life is it, it could be a good one if you choose to just live. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. if you don't know how to, ask somebody, man. Please. You know what I'm saying, That's or right. listen to this podcast. We talk about living all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We even ask you how you're living. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> it ain't a it ain't a shallow thing, and it ain't by constant, it ain't by coincidence. You know what I'm saying. It's all just put together and orchestrated. You know what I'm saying, and we won't we won't. Everybody listening, everybody on the podcast, everybody that come through, share us and stuff like that. We want you to be able to live, man. Yeah. Get out of that survival mode. We want you to be able, I don't want you to die with shoulda, coulda, wouldas on your chest. I don't want you to look yeah. at and you crying and you don't want to die because you know you ain't did nothing. I don't want to get before God and he be like, man, I had all this stuff I wanted you to do and become, but you just shoulda, coulda your way through life and this is what yeah. you could have been. I don't want I don't want to, I don't want that to be the reason I go to hell because God might be like that's the reason you're going to hell because you didn't even take part of the life that I gave you. Man, Man. That, that, is, that, that is real. I think I, we all forget the fact he gives us free will too, like and the bonus to go, bro. Go like I think I think the sometimes we we some of us grow up in like over religious, you know, uh yes. churches and yep. sometimes we expect for the clouds to peel back. And him to ride down the chariot and be like, "This is what you do next," and it's not yeah. like that. You're led in you're led in other areas that that inner unction, you know, conversations you have. Shoot, the one on one, the prayers. He gonna drop yeah. on your spirit. Just I've learned, man. Just go, and that's how I got here. My first road, my first trip, my first airplane ride was to boot camp, and that one trip broke me of being tied and yep. mentally bound to Southeast Georgia. Because mm -hmm. I took, because because I took the leap. I think Darius actually said something. Um, I remember being on the airplane and heart beating through my chest. I couldn't even sleep. Heart beating through my chest, and this lady was like, 
oh, you're going to hate boot camp, da 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 They're going to terrorize you. I'm like, I almost let that fear seep into me. And I realized, I looked at her, looked at me. I was like, you out of shape. That's why you hate boot camp. You can't, like, you out of shape. You, you're not built for what I'm built for. I come from Ooh. different stuff, baby. Mm. I come from different. I come from That's a word. Places. Don't speak your inadequacies on me. So you're if not built for what I'm built for. That's yeah, we come from, we were for, I'm forged by fire. I'm forged by fire. And it's like, you might be forged by bologna sandwiches, which is fine. <laughs> but don't, don't speak on what I got going on. So if you want to start a business, you got to watch, you got to watch what you tell it to because people, the people that you admire sometimes, Will actually uh, cast that fear like, oh, that's hard. That's you could have kept it to yourself. I know it's challenging. I ain't done it before, but mm -hmm. you kept it to yourself. But um, that was some good stuff, y'all. Y'all, y'all spoke. Y'all said some real things, man. And I appreciate y'all having me on today. Yeah, yeah man, we glad we glad to have you, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, like you said, carving out time for us, man. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, carving well, yeah. out some time from uh, protecting dignitaries and putting out <laughs> fires and. You know, own all them restaurants and yeah, man. Using that relationship advice. I'm about to give them food now. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is this is what it is. Like I said, like, share, subscribe, pass us around, spread us around like mayonnaise on bread. This was conversate. We talked about we it. We talked about it. Yes, yes, y'all. So now it's that time to reveal the guest for episode 65 i'm right on the picture mellow so you don't have to drum your fingers as long but mellow drum roll please and so the guest for episode 65 is hey the Maldonado. we're talking to angel christina about what they have going on and balancing it as a couple i think that's the most important part yes so mm -hmm. we're gonna talk to them right. next week. So that's it. Next week, look at it. I might be, I might be a I might be a little bit more tame next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what a contrast! I, you had to do the the exact show before. Yeah, I I need to I need to know let them know this this is who they coming to see. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm he sure. Gonna I mean, but they all know how I act, man. They know what I got. <laughs> It should be fun. It should be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna tune in uh, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, it, yeah, it's conversation, y'all. Y'all know how we do. We talked about it. Hey, hey, and.